0: Oh, thank you. What is negative or what is positive gearing? (laughs) We're going to go through the kindergarten maths on positive and negative gearing. Stay tuned.
1: Good morning. Positive, p- p- positive gearing or negative gearing. Um, a little bit of a typo there. Sorry, guys. Um, morning, Mark. How are you?
0: Good, legend. Good, good, good. So This is exciting.
1: This is a good one. And it's, um, it's a changing marketplace. There are investors coming back into the fray, I think, a little bit more than maybe what we've seen over the last um, year or two. They've been in and out of the marketplace. Um, So a good good time to talk about the differences between the investments and the tactics they might employ. Um, So, Mark, positive and negative gearing. um, As an investor yourself, they both hold um, good weight for different things. Can you elaborate on for us at all?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And good morning, Emma. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning, everyone. Any questions, it's a live show. You can always ask um just make sure you're on the novak facebook to make your comments and we'll um, we'll, we'll reply but this is a big one because i think sometimes people are a little embarrassed to ask the question um it's always thrown around the word positively geared uh, property or positive gearing negative gearing's always been thrown around positive gearing's been thrown around a lot more lately because interest rates have been so low it's pushed people into positive but Let's strip it right back and let's go back to sort of 101, what it actually means to to people and and, and what these terms are. I guess to start off, um, when when you um, rent a property, um, advanced mathematicians look at it like gears in a car. And they look at it, you know, like they, how you are gearing a, a property after you consider your strata, water, council, interest rates. Um, you know, the wash up at the end of the year, you are negative after that wash up, then you can gear that tax wise. Or you are positive after that wash up, then you can gear that tax wise, pay a bit of tax. So... I guess from, from the top level, that's, that's where we're going with positively gearing and ne- negatively gearing property, but today we're going to step you through every level.
1: All right, so if you just said briefly there, it's probably changed a little bit more lately with the low interest rates. Um, typically, your Australian investor, Mark, would they be looking for a positive or a negatively geared property for the wider audience out there doing into this?
0: Oh, look, you're always more positive. You always want positive but i think you've got to be very very careful because you're not just chasing rent when you're buying a property you're also chasing capital growth so a lot of areas in australia or in or some parts of sydney they are heavily positively geared but they're not going to give you good the value of the property is not going to go up as much so be careful because if you're getting a rental return on a property, that may represent 3, 4, 5% rental return. But if you're getting a capital return, that may represent 0%, as in it doesn't go up over 10 years, or it may be as much as 10% a year. So I, I think. Um, I think you've got to have a really good balance of those things. But today, when people talk about positive gearing and negative gearing, they don't consider the value of the property. They only are talking about the, the rental return coming in on the property.
1: Yeah. Okay, so from a, from an investment a yield, yeah. From an investment perspective, um, first thing, you're, you're not buying it as a principal place of residence. You can take out a different loan in the first place so that you can either choose principle or you can choose interest only. So typically, a lot of investors will look at an interest only strategy, where they're just yeah. paying their current two percent a year. So you're getting, let's say for example, the one that we just sold, Mark, um, which we discussed a little bit this morning. We sold a, a unit in Maramba Road, across the road in, in Dy from the office. Um, it sold unconditionally this week, just around that 800k level. So for an investor who's 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 purchasing that property if it was an investor um what are their what are their thoughts and strategies going to be moving into that purchase with an investor's cap on no emotion it's numbers um should we break it down a little bit
0: yeah i I think it's a good idea guys if we bring up so let's just use one property as an example and run the negative gearing numbers or the positive the gearing numbers on that. I think it's going to clarify. It's going to it's going to land the plane a little bit for people. They're going to get it. Um, so if we use a real live one bedroom unit and a real live price, um, now this, I'm not saying this is a terrific buy or not a terrific buy. I'm just, just trying to grab a property for some numbers. So if you consider this property that we've sold in Maramba, I don't know if you want to put the link in or bring it up yeah. today, James, but... Sure um, if know. you consider that property for 800000 um as an investor, and say this is, let's, let's use this as your second property. So, you know, COVID's been funny the last couple of years. Uh, you may have more equity than you ever dreamed the last year or two. Uh, your income has probably been pretty stable considering what's happened uh, around the world. And you're going, you know what? I'm, I'm really interested in this negative gear, positive gear investment property thing. Now, this property is eight hundred grand. If it's your second property, uh, and you've got you've got equity or cash available in your existing property, um, you can borrow one hundred percent. Now, if you're borrowing a hundred percent on eight hundred thousand, you're borrowing eight hundred thousand. So, we're buying maramba We're buying it for eight hundred thousand, and the for an investor on an interest only loan, I may just use, although you'll probably get about 2.62% interest, I'm just gonna use 3% to be conservative with our numbers. So 3% on 800 grand is 24 grand a year. So 24 grand a year is the interest that you have to pay the bank on an $800,000 unit. The bank's gonna want that no matter what, vacant property, occupied property, uh, you know, it, tenanted, untenanted, it doesn't matter. They are going to want that money. So straight away, your biggest cost of owning a property is going to be 24000 a year on a 3% interest-only loan. What other costs do you have?
1: Um, sorry, I've just – my, my um, screen has frozen, Mark, because I tried to screen share, so I've, I've lost my um, StreamYard and oh. my screen share page, um, just so you know. I can, um, I can see you,
0: though. It's working
1: fine. Okay, cool. So, yeah, as you said, at 3%, you're talking about $24,000 for your principal only. That property rents for 600 yep. a week. Um, so immediately yep, yep. so you got other-
0: So before we go there, wait, hang on a second. I just want to do the negatives first. What okay. are your other costs? That yep, you have okay. so you've got three percent interest rate let's do all the negatives and then we're going to do the positives which is going to be the rent so okay. what are the negatives we've got
1: so, so you've also got your strata water council um, that you've got to pay on yeah. your quarterly basis um, so they're outgoings of yours that are that are absolute you've got to pay them um, you may have management fees or letting fees from your agency that are looking after the property for you. Um, So that might be equivalent to a week's rent or um, five or 6% of your year's income um, for the property manager to look after everything and you not lift a finger. So you've got those, you've got the letting fees, you've got the outgoings that you may have. You may have some maintenance that you have to do um, throughout the year. So you have to also account for these things. Um, And when you do... How much is that? That takes you very close. Well, let's let's just say that takes you... Bang on to about thirty-one thousand with all of those. So, uh, if we, so if
0: we go. Strata. Strata Let's say uh, eight hundred a quarter. Uh, water's going to yep. be to one eighty a quarter. Uh, uh, council's going to be about three fifty a quarter. Um, and agent fees is going to be probably about three fifty a quarter. Um, it's about six odd thousand dollars worth of of of, um, of stuff there. Maybe you're going to have repairs. This particular property, you're not going to have repairs, James. It's a fairly new property. So yep. so six plus 24,000 interest, we're at 30 grand now. We're at 30 grand. So it's costing you 30 grand to run this property for the whole year. That's money out, money out, money out, money out. What money in do you have coming?
1: Yeah, so you've got your rental return. It's, it's tenanted, so you've got your tenant paying you weekly rent. Um, so as we said that, that, from what we said on this one takes you to around that 31 K level, 31, 200 or so. So, you know, you're, so how much
0: per week are you going to rent it for?
1: We're saying in this example, 600 a week for this unit.
0: Okay. So 600 times 52 weeks for at 31 K.
1: Correct. 31 one
0: two. Okay. So you're out 30 K you're in. Thirty-one k. That's the rent coming in. Um, good news. Cash you're positive. up one thousand. Okay, so in our industry, we call that positive gearing. So when you ha- when you go through all of that, the net net, you're positively geared. Now, that one. So you're going to have a property that you're going to have a one. You're going to profit profit one thousand dollars. So get this, guys and girls. You can still, in today's market, with today's prices, you can still go out and buy an investment property in DY as an example, the one we're giving today, and it's not costing you a cent.
1: Okay, perfect. So um, what's the difference? At Is the, end that of the investment- year. Sorry, go on. My screen's frozen, so I'm not, I'm not with the timing cues, I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> That's all right. Um, so you've pretty much got um, the good news is you've bought an investment property. You've used the existing equity in your property. Um, you're making a thousand dollars a year. Now that's a positively geared property. We haven't even spoken about capital growth. Um, yeah. Now what Anne is saying is when you're positively geared, you will you will be up that thousand dollars um you've profited that thousand dollars you will have to pay tax on that thousand dollars at whatever your tax rate is so you may be up for 300 bucks 500 bucks in tax uh and bear in mind that's on the that's on a three percent interest rate so we went pretty hard on the interest rate um and if the property doesn't grow you continue to pay on a tax on a um uh, on a tax positive investment, so I think where Anmal's going here, and it's probably the it's probably the cleverest way to look at it, is I see a lot of people chasing positively geared properties, and I see people that that's all they chase. So they get to the end of the year and they're up a thousand dollars, or five, or ten, or fifteen thousand dollars, and they are heroes. They are champions. But if that property is not doubling. Over the in, over the next ten year period, ten years period, it's actually a pretty shit investment. So to give you an idea, when we're using this DY as example, DY's always done over seven or ten years. It's doubled. So this unit that we're talking about that's costing you eight hundred thousand for a one bedroom, believe it or not, it's going to be one point six million dollars in ten years. James is frozen. I'll keep talking. So what so basically the way that's gonna look is uh I'm just gonna let James in. Get out, mate. We've got three Jameses, look at that.
1: <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm back. I can see the screen again. Um, let me just get rid of that. Don't know where he came from, sorry about that. We're back.
0: So what I was saying, James, is that eight hundred thousand dollar property is going to be double uh yep. theoretically over the next ten years. That's what it's done the last fifty years in DY. Um, yep. Now, that means that's gonna be making eighty thousand dollars a year. Eight yeah. all right, so it's it's positively geared by a thousand bucks. It's making you eighty thousand dollars a year, it's making you fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars a week and it hasn't cost you
1: anything to run it.
0: That yeah. is an amazing, positively geared
1: investment. And that's right. So when you think about it, if you bought in a good position, like somewhere like a DY, where you've got really good um, rental income, it's consistent, there's low vacancy, you've got a property for 10 years, it doesn't need much maintenance, um, There, are, there's more depth you can take it um, with, with further into the taxing side of things um, and depreciation and whatnot. But all you need it is a 10% deposit or your deposit to purchase the home, and then there's no further investment except for a minute amount of time. Ten years later, you can cash out the value right. of the home, in theory. That's right, and you don't even need that
0: deposit if you have another property with equity in it. Right. Um, but before we go, um, I do want to cover the same example uh, as negatively geared property. Yep. We used a 3% interest rate, which is – well above where interest rates are at the moment for interest only loans. If we use a 4% interest rate, so let's assume interest rates go up, it's gonna make this property negatively geared and allow me to just run through those maths very quickly for people. Um, yeah, so $800,000 property. 800K.
1: Correct. 4% at 800K, go on, when you're ready.
0: Yep. 32. So we're th- 30, 36 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, is gonna is gonna be where the where the interest interest um, is gonna be on that property. Uh, so thirty six thousand dollars is gonna be your cost. Then you're gonna have strata, water, council, and agents' fees. I think we put in that last example six grand on that. So yep. now we're up to forty two k. So you are out of po- you are out of out of um, uh, out of pocket. 42 grand a year, but you've got rent coming in. How much was that?
1: 30 31 to
0: 31 to which was $600 a week. So now Your your net net at the end of the year is you're gonna to have to find 11 grand to hold and to keep this property That is ladies and gentlemen a negatively geared property Now the good news is with our Australian with our the government in Australia and our taxation laws, when you are down that eleven thousand dollars, you can put your hand up and ask ask for a tax um, a tax break on that. So if you're paying thirty cents and a dollar, forty cents and a dollar, forty five cents and a dollar on your annual tax when you include your wage and your everything. Uh, you will get back. You could get back because this is not financial advice. I've got to be careful. Eleventh, um, you will get thirty percent, forty percent back on that on that um, eleven grand. So after after paying all those debts, having all that rent come in, being negatively geared, the government will give you a pat on the back for three or four thousand bucks. That is negative gearing.
1: And it's interesting, isn't it, Mark? Because, you know, we, we talk about it there from just that entry-level perspective, but you've got all different levels of investor um, from your entry to your your whale type, if you like, um, and everything in between. And they're in every single marketplace almost. So, you know, you come past these people, you have these conversations. Some people are doing it for tax reasons. Some people just want to build a portfolio. Um, there's, there's a hell of a lot of reasons in which property investing Um, is a good thing if you're on the northern beaches you've got guaranteed growth almost to a degree or there has been in the past Um, so property is a very safe place to put your money and sometimes you don't need the cash in your pocket Um, as you say mark you can just use equity in a home Um, equity being your mortgage remaining minus the value of the property is your equity in the home can you just access that straight away? Will the bank just give it to you if you haven't got an investment property before? What what sort of things would you need to do to, that, uh, to get that in the first place, Mark?
0: They're going to want to do a bank valuation on your existing property to see that there's free equity available to buy something else. And they're going to want yeah. to see your income as well. <laughs> But guys, that is negative gearing, that is positive gearing. I hope this can help someone out there, Forward it to someone, this show, if you wanna help a family or friend to explain it. And uh, that's a show.
1: That's a wrap, have a great day everyone. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.
0: See ya, uh, see guys, bye, bye, bye. Well, Steve Carroll, how yeah. are legend?
1: <laughs>
0: He's the man.